Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 173 of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. This is Mark Stevenson. And this is Mark Vila. And today we're here to talk about how to order uh, or build your own website. Yeah, so this has come up a, a bunch lately. I just had a conversation yesterday with a, um, a lady that actually um, a potential customer for Cold Essie that listened to the podcast and she called, uh, wanted to set up a meeting um, and I didn't realize it, but she was interested in having me design her website, right? Which, um, which I, don't, I don't do for you know, for the t-shirt business. So, um, so that kind of inspired this whole idea. And Mark Veal and I have been talking a lot about website design and different, um, you know, different website platforms that we might use for ourselves or that we might recommend to our customers. So this seems like a timely topic. Yeah. Yeah. And between the two of us, uh, we have to help administer, I gosh, over 20 websites. Yeah. Currently, you know, and, and over the course of our, both of our careers, I mean, it's, it's tons. I don't even want to begin to pretend to count how many we've messed with over the past, uh, probably 50 years of combined experience or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but we've learned a lot and, uh, we've seen a ton of mistakes and we see mistakes, um, all the time being made and not, I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to sound like, like I go to somebody's website and I'm like, Oh God, look at what mistake they made. I'm referring to in the very beginning, trying to build their own or paying somebody to do it, you know, overpaying, overshooting for things that you don't need, um, picking platforms that are really expensive or really hard to work with in the long term, um, or just generally speaking, having no plan, and just going forth and building a website. Right. And uh, I mean, I, of course, do go to people's website and immediately list off in my head the things that they've done wrong. It's just... <laughs> well, that that that's another podcast, which you actually we've done some podcasts on that. Yeah. And uh, and I think it's worthy of going through that again. Maybe that can even be the next episode. But this one specifically is really about you are looking to get a website. Um, or maybe you're looking to get your website revamped even mm-hmm. if you have an existing one. Good point. And uh, what do you, you know, what are the steps you should take before you do all this? You know, how do you go about getting it made? Um, should you do it yourself? Um, and really just going through this list of uh, kind of questions and statements uh, below. And by the end of it, I would say you should have a really clear picture of what you're going after, what yeah. you're going to do. If you're going to do it yourself or who's going to do it with you and, and what's the long term of that. And you'll be in a much better position than the alternative, which is the most common um, that I see. Right. The most common thing I see is a small business owner um, just like goes to Wix and just like signs up. Yes. Like that's step one. Right. Yeah. Which which is not step one. Um, and then they start putting things together and then it starts becoming a mess. And then, um, and a friend of mine, this happened uh, recently, a good friend of mine um, asked for me for some help, said, hey, this isn't working on the website. 
And I said, yeah, I'll go, I'll look at it with you, you know, um, come on over. And then it was, um, it turned into like 20, well, why is this here? Why are you doing this? Right. Why did you start? Oh, well, I had this idea and I switched it. And I don't think it was anything that he did necessarily wrong, but um, there wasn't as clear of a pre planning that there, there, really there normally, yeah, there normally yeah. isn't any planning. I think what happens is, you know, somebody starts with the website platform with picking it because they, they've heard about it or a friend uses it like, Oh yeah, I, I just did a Wix site or I just did a WordPress site or something like that. And then once they get into it, they kind of use what the defaults are or what they see as some stuff that they can do as what they should do and end up with, you know, like if you go through the, I want to start a custom t-shirt business um, workflow, when you sign up for these websites, it'll lead you down a path um, that you, you don't know anything about, you know, you don't know what the, what the stop signs are, what the yield signs are, what the green lights and red lights are um, along the way. So it's a great idea just to have this, pre-planning session because mm -hmm. honestly when you think about it i mean if you of course if you plan on doing all of your business online or the most of your business online i mean this is your business right it, it's the it's the store you put the your t-shirts in you know it's how you sell your designs is with this thing that you're going to build so you should spend I, I hate to say this, but a lot of Coldessi customers, even they spend more time trying to choose the right printer to make a custom t-shirt than they do mapping out how they're going to sell it on their website. And I, I think this is a good opportunity for all you guys to get a, to get a head start on making yeah, sure this that's is, not so. This is great. And what I think about when um, I consider um, building the website and, and where we are today with building websites um, it's a product of where we are in society today. And I was thinking about it like photography. Okay. I always okay. feel like I have some interesting, uh, 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 I can't think of the word right now, but metaphors and such, but analogies, I, analogies, analogies that's the word. Excuse me. I'm in, I should have poured caffeine in this cup, but I put water. <laughs> um, so, but uh, but analogy, I think, is photography, right? Because um, 20 years ago or 30 years ago, uh, if you brought your camera to Disney, you'd have how many pictures would you have with you realistically? 36. Oh, 36. Yeah, yeah. Max. 36. Yeah. I mean, maybe if you had a bag, you had 60, you know, you had, right. you had 60 or 70 because you had multiple roles. Right. But but it was important to make sure that everybody is ready. Everybody's smiling. This is the background. Like it was a little bit of like, all right, every we're going to take it three. It's a two, process. Keys, it's a process. Right. And now it's um, just, if you watch people take pictures, they bring their phone up and they just like, blast and they'll take like right. 30 in a row and then and then like none of them will be good and then they ask everybody to get back together and just blast again and there's like four people in a row sometimes all taking pictures from different angles that's great and and i think that's that's what it's like now because it's so easy to go to a website service like wix or wherever you know um and build a website delete it build a website delete it you know it's like it's it's so easy to just go in there just start doing things because it's virtual 
like like the virtual images on your phone yeah. um, compared to uh, before where you had a, a distinct amount of things to do, like building a house, right? So you wouldn't just start throwing down bricks to build a house or a business before. You would kind of be ready to go, then start building it. So I think today is... Um, wrapping that up, it's building a website should be more like building your house. The good news is, is that it is virtual. So you can change it easily later. But if you put the proper planning in it, you're going to be in a much better position financially, uh, much better. You you know, I really like that house analogy. Let's, um, let's use that. Okay, great. For for the rest of the time here, because I think it's a good way to, um, a good way to do it. So I think, you know, the first thing to talk about is like, building a house, um, it's, it's a, it's a complicated process, right? There's a, there's Mm -hmm. a lot that goes into it. It's not just building a website, um, isn't just clicking four buttons, you know, and getting something that you like, just like building a house, isn't throwing up some, some wood and, uh, an outlet you got from home Depot and expecting there to be a house. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's a, it's the same kind of thing. And there are a lot of things that even as an experienced web designer that I don't like to deal with. And Mark Vila has made a list of the things that I hate to deal with <laughs> uh, right up front. And that's, you know, DNS records, site security and uh, privacy while you set up your domain. You know, I mean, those are all things that I, I shy away from. Yeah. And, and, you know, this, when you mention the house and you talk about like things going from like easy to all of a sudden, like, wait a minute, you know, like what, 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 what happened here? I saw something on TikTok actually. And it was, um, it was like, uh, check this out. You can build a two story house from a kit at Home Depot for like okay. $300 a month. Okay. And, uh, and I was like, that's funny. And it, it was like a, a very, very nice shed. And it had a door and windows upstairs and downstairs and stairs inside. And it was like, yeah, it was like $12,000 or 300 a month. Um, similar to what you could do, buy an embroidery machine for probably, I would suppose. There you go. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then immediately I thought, I was like, yeah, I guess it was cool if I had some land and I built that on it. That's pretty cool for 300 bucks a month. Uh, no electricity, no plumbing, no right. insulation, no yeah. climate control. I was like, wait a minute, that sounds, this sounds terrible unless like society has gone to like nothing where I'm, I need shelter. Right. <laughs> you know, right. so, so that's, I think building a house and building a website go from quote unquote easy to hard, really fast. Right. right. So it is uh, it is good to understand you need to un- just understand that, that there are going to be complicated steps. It's going to be definitely a lot harder than building a Facebook page. Um, uh, definitely. Even if you had a MySpace page back in the day where there was a lot of hard things to do way harder than that. Right. So I think yeah. it's just good to understand that there's going to be complexity that in, you need to either be need to be prepared to accept and learn those things or have somebody that's going to help you. Yeah. Or do it for you. And I, I like the, yeah. the, I like the idea that, you know, you should do whether or not, you know, it's like when we, when we talk about, you know, learning Facebook advertising or marketing or Google ads or anything like that. I really feel like you should you should know basics before you hire even before you hire somebody, so you can have an intelligent conversation. So I like the idea that you you know 
do a little research on the basic anatomy of a website, right? That you, you can look at training videos on YouTube. You can actually go through a free account with a, a couple of the different ones uh, like Wix or Shopify or whatever, and kind of just walk yourself through it. So at least you understand the process of creating a pro you know, this is what creating a product is like. This is what creating a page is like. This is how you build a form. You know, just those things, even if you're not going to do it yourself, you'll have a better um, conversation with anyone that you hire to build it for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's really good. It's very similar to how um, uh, going to a mechanic and things like that. If you don't know anything at all, the mechanic can charge you for things that don't exist and you would right. have no idea. Right. Um, and which is a lot of the cliche of people getting taken, taken advantage of mechanics and, and website folks can do the same thing, you know, because there's a lot of words that you're not going to know. So I think it's a good idea to have a little basic stuff. So if you want to go as simple as just watch a couple YouTube videos that say, what are the basics of a website? And you spend an hour, great, all the way up to maybe taking a little online course or, um, or even if you're more in an in-person thing, you know, go that you could take a course at a community college even. There you go. But, but uh, I mean, in the end, I'll say that, you know, just like if you've seen any of our, we hear comments about it all the time. Um, when Mark Vila is doing a demonstration for on a digital heat FX or an embroidery machine or a cutter, um, it looks easy, right? Because um, he knows what he's doing. He's done it before and he's ready by the time we record it. So it's going to be the same way for anyone that you see doing a course or selling a web development software. They already know what to do and they already have the graphics ready. Everything is the right size. They've built whatever they're showing you several times before. So they're just running through the things that they've already, they've already accomplished. So when you look at the, oh, look how easy it is to build a website with Wix or with WordPress or something like that, just keep in mind that you're actually looking at a pro that's trying to train you on how to do it. Um, they already know. So everything they do is going to make it look a little easier than it actually is. Yeah. And, and I even say, you know, I'd even say like it, all, all of that stuff is easy when you've taken the time to learn it. Right. Right. Sure. And, and then there are hard things aside to it. Right. Just like doing embroidery, you know, um, putting a name on on a shirt is is not really hard now because I've learned how to do it and I've gone right. through training and I've asked questions and, and just like just like building a website. But but yeah, watching uh, an ad on YouTube uh, for a website builder, um, thinking that you're just going to build one real quick in an afternoon it means that you're going to run into some steps that you're going to need some help with. And you should just prepare for that. And the same with doing embroidery. And I don't even think we hide that or, or t-shirt printing, right? Right. You're, we have training. We tell you to take it. We have support. Yeah. We tell you to call them um, because yeah. you're going to need it. And then, and then in a year, you're going to be like, how hard is it to put a name on a shirt? And you're going to say it's easy. Yeah. It's easy. Right. So, um, but uh, enough about Coldesi advertising. <laughs> For now, <laughs> for now, um, as we both wear the, as we both wear our cold Essie shirts, Essie shirts. I've got my know. custom apparel startups, coffee mug. I do. I've got digital heat effects, printed shirt and mug, by the way. Oh, I'm wearing okay. the, I'm wearing the digital heat effects Panda. <laughs> shirt today. 
Uh, you have to be on video. You have to go on YouTube to see the video to, to see uh, our lovely apparel. Well, all go. right. So the first thing, the first step that we said was just understand that websites are complicated um, just to get a basic understanding of what you're getting into. And it's not just going to be a plug and play. The next thing is really a question that you should answer. Uh, why do you need a website? Yeah. Important question because the answer is going to inform what your website looks like and what's in it. Mm -hmm. So if it's to show, so there's some reasons that we talk about pretty regularly. It's to, um, and the first one is to show that you actually have a legitimate business and to, to talk to people about your business. You can tell people you're on Facebook and have a great Facebook business page, but believe it or not, not everyone is on Facebook. You can have a great Instagram account, and that might be a cool place to send people, but it's not going to take care of everything that you want um, to tell people about your business. So if you want to look like you're a real business, I think um, a, a website is necessary. Mm. Yeah. And, and we, we always talk about, you know, do you need a website? And I mean, the answer isn't just yes or no. Uh, we had an episode a few episodes ago about selling on Etsy and eBay and such. Right. You might not even need a website at all if that's all you're doing, right? Or, you know? or you could just say like, those are your websites. Or those are your websites, yeah. right? Um, so we've talked about that before. But the answer for most people is you should have a website, mm -hmm. right? And, but, and what's it for? So for one, it's just to show you're a, le a legitimate business. It's a place to send people that just as the basics of who you are, what do you do? What's your contact information? How long have you been around? You know, just some basic stuff. And even though um, it just, it does, it, it allows people to feel a little bit comfortable of who they're working with and maybe answer some questions. Yep. Um, also, they might want to share it with somebody. So it's a thing to share. Yep. You know, um, yeah, oh, what's your website? I'm going to text it to my cousin right now because I know he's looking to get that stuff done. Yeah. Right, a common conversation. Um. So the next, uh, another reason why you might need a website is because you want to sell things online, online orders. That's probably a lot of you. That's a lot. Um, to kind of share and communicate exactly what you sell and what you offer. So go to my website and you'll be able to see all the t-shirt options that I offer. Yeah. Right. I like you that. Know, Go to my website and you can see various designs and styles. I'll send you some links to my website and there's a page on there with the different types of hats. You tell me which style you think looks the best for you and, and we can get you a sample. Yeah, and there's also some nice little opportunity in there if, you, if someone goes to your website to see one thing and they see everything else that you offer as well. There you go. So, so, the, so that's great. Um, there's also, uh, it's a sales tool, just like we talked about that, that hat example just now. I mean, that yeah. was- that was a sales tool. Somebody said, I want to buy hats. And you said, I got something to send you. Yeah. And then they get there. They're like, wow, this lady or guy or whatever really knows what they're doing. Look at all these hats that they have. They're the person I want to buy from. Yeah. And you can think about that kind of as a, as an answer to, um, to a question. Like we get people that comment about, you know, um, how much money can I make with digital heat effects mm -hmm. or uh, nobody can make money you know, selling one or two t-shirts at a time, you know, we did quite an article with videos and everything that break down all the costs and, you know, what the average sale price is. We spent a lot of time doing that. Mm -hmm. So that is a place on our website where we send customers with a specific question. Yeah. I can't oh. tell you how many times I've answered the question. What's the time and temperature to sublimate 
by sending somebody a link to an article. Right. There you like, go. It's happened so much. I've, I've done it three times this week. Definitely. Nice. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so uh, that's the benefit of a website is that the answer of what's the time and temperature for sublimation is actually um, not two things. It's a long answer. So we have a few different blog posts and you can send people right to them. And then, uh, and then that answers the question for them. So it's, again, that's another sales tool, um, or an information tool for customers. Yeah. It also gives you an opportunity to be, to be found online. Mm-hmm. I mean, if yeah. someone is looking for what you sell, if it's a niche market, if it's car t-shirts or something, mm-hmm. um, you, if they're looking on Google, they're not going to find you unless you have a website. You know, it's just, it's just not going to happen. You know, like if you don't have a website um, or a registered business, really, you know, if I say, you know, what's the closest t-shirt shop to me, then you're just not going to show up. So, you know, if you have a website, at least you have the opportunity to show up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's great. Um, and then uh, there uh, might be some other further deeper technical things um, or, or, or deeper reasons for marketing. Like one of the things we listed was um, you want to, you want to put ads online. Yeah. And ads online are generally going to send you to a website. Yeah. Um, so it's a place to send people to ads. It's, it's a, it's a place to sell things. It's a place to communicate. Um, uh, and also being found online from an, from a search engine perspective. And also, um, Mark, you had mentioned uh, the other day when we spoke about being found online for job, but somebody just search your business name. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. XYZ embroidery shop in Tampa. And then your website comes up and they click it and they know that they found the right person and they found your phone number, et cetera. There's a little self-defense there too, because mm-hmm. if, if you don't have your own name um, and you don't, and you don't have a, you don't have a website with your name in it, then the, um, then it's likely that when somebody searches for you, they're going to find your competition. Right. Because there's going to be, you know, if it's, if you're Mary's t-shirt shop Mm -hmm. and they type in Mary's t-shirt shop and there is none online, then it's going to be the next person's t-shirt shop in line because Google knows that person is looking for that. That's good. And um, the easy answer to this is typically um, all. I want yeah. all of those things, right? So I think it's an important note to just say the more wise, the more reasons you want to have a website, the more expensive and longer it takes to make. I like that a lot. So if it's just, I just want to show I'm a legitimate business, have like a online business card, basically cheapest website. Yep. Most expensive website that plus an online store, plus a bunch of pages about all the products I have, plus a bunch of sales tools to upsell customer, plus a bunch of SEO, plus ads, you know, yeah, it's a more expensive website. So I think it's important to start know where you want to start. And if you want to do online ads one day, or you want to do SEO one day, that that might not be um, what you're doing in, in the first build of the site or, or the okay. initial startup. All right. Uh, so what's next on the list here? Um, is there anything interesting or special your website will do? So um, in other words, websites have words and pictures and sometimes videos, um, and they give you a lot of abilities, but is there is there anything special about that? So you want to allow uh, customers to order products online. Um, that's great. Do you want them to be able to upload their artwork for you to put on a t-shirt or um, upload an embroidery file even? 
for you to, or a picture for you to convert into a, an embroidery file. That is, that's different. And that's not something everybody, the average website builder does not have experience in letting customers upload data, right? It's just not a, not a typical thing. Um, are you going to have a customer follow-up system? Like, are you going to have a CRM? Is it going to hook into an email marketing software? You know, so you can track customers and you can respond to them automatically, or you can market to them later. Um, and um, something that's really popular with a lot of our customers, especially that operate in the school, you know, that sell to schools is having mini stores for your customers. So for example, it's possible to have um, Plant High School has their own store in your store. Um, Hillsborough High School has their own store in your store. So those are capabilities that I would put in into the special category, right? Yeah, I, and I think that's all great stuff is that some folks have some really great ideas on what they want to do for a customization website. I would like the customer to be able to um, type out their own design and, and pick from clip art and build out the design of their mug themselves and then submit it to me. And then I can go ahead and fulfill that order for them, you know, right. to have like an art design builder in there. These, all of these things are all great ideas. Um, and it's important to, to kind of have answered that first question, what you want your website to do and maybe buy things online. And then is there any real special or interesting things you want to happen? Like having, I want it to have a custom builder and I want that to connect to my order system and that's going to connect to my accounting system and that's going to connect to my sales team system so the sales team can follow up. You know, this is an important thing to map out because you're going to, um, you're going to want to discuss that with whoever you're working with on your website that this is, this is the, what you want to build. And even if you only want to take orders online, you know, for, for your own designs, you know, you do kind of have to make sure that you know how you're going to get the information to fulfill those orders. Mm -hmm. So that's also slightly different. If somebody places an order, you know, um, are they going to get a notification that an order was placed? You know, um, are you going to get a copy of the design? Are you going to get an email? Do you have to log into the back of your website? You know, to see these are all different things that not every person building a website, whether an amateur or professional is going to have experience with. Right. That's great. And, uh, and then also the, just like above the more where we said, the more wise, the more expensive it is, the more special things, the more complicated it is. Yep. And as and, and what you're going to run into is, is the more complicated a website is, the more you're going to need to work with somebody who's a professional or has experience at this. And it, and it will, and it will sneak up on you. So I'll uh, tell a quick story. Sure. Story time. Um, probably, probably seven years ago or eight years ago, um, someone in upper management may or may not have been the owner of the company. Okay. Um, decided he really liked the, um, the 3D thing online where you can uh, use your mouse and you can rotate a product around 360 degrees so you can see all sides. And it would be very useful. Back then, it was also mm -hmm. very hard. Um, so, you know, just if that was on my wish list, then what I had to do was I had to hire a photographer that would come around and do 360 degree photos of the equipment. So, and that involved him because it was back in the day when you needed special equipment, 
um, setting up the lights and moving the lights around. It was basically a one day process. Um, they tried bringing in a turntable that they put the equipment on to turn in around so they could lead the camera stationary. This all came of a, a request that started with, hey, you know what I'd, I think would be really cool on our website? Yeah. You know, thousands of, of dollars later, you know, uh, no one ever saw. <laughs> hey, you know, now you can, uh, for like a few hundred bucks, you can rent a machine that does that for parties, <laughs> weddings and stuff. <laughs> And that's so a few hundred bucks and you have uh, probably uh, a teenager come set this thing up and plug it in and leave it there for three hours. Here's, here's the great part about that statement. Mark Vila yeah. is no one from cold ever listens to our podcast. Really? So, so we we'll never we have, have to do that. We'll never have to do that. <laughs> well, um, so uh, uh, anyway, getting, getting up, that's a great story. And that's very true, you know, and just how complicated things can be. So it's just really important to understand um, what you're getting into, what you're going to want to get into this way. You can start to research that type of stuff. Yep. Um, so list out anything special you think you do or don't want it to do. And then this way, when you start getting through the process, once you start getting to some of those complicated things, it's going to be okay, I'm prepared to invest the time and money and effort and follow up to get that completed, or it's going to be scratch that completely bad idea, or it's going to be uh, phase two of the website. Right. Right. You know, and, 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 and we do that stuff all the time here. Um, so now that you kind of know um, if there's any really special or interesting things you want the website to do um, it's, the next one I think is a little more fun and interesting. But I was just going to say, let's get to the fun part. Yeah. I mean, what do you yeah. want it to look like? Yeah. I, I, yeah. and I, I love, I love and hate this part all at the same time because right. I can never make a decision because there are just so many, there's so many great examples of beautiful websites out there. Mm -hmm. And here's one thing I guarantee if you, if you picture in your mind, what you want your site website to look like, and if you shop around a little bit at other stores that do something similar to you and you see, you find the ones that are awesome that you love, none of them are going to be the basic, um, the basic generic store that they went through the easy to fill out, huh. drop your product photo here, templates, zero of those. So it's better if you go through this exercise that Mark and I are going to talk about before you, you start trying to design your own website or before you engage in a redesign. So you can kind of start with the, with the wide view and then narrow down to the specifics. Yep. Yeah. It's really good. And uh, one of the things that we, you do here, you mentioned, you know, shopping around and looking at either uh, competition or products that you like or web stores that you like, or, or just jump on Google and start typing in keywords, you know, until you yeah. find something that's interesting. Uh, but uh, you should also go back and look at what you, who your market is, what's your, what's your niche market, if right. you're unsure, because remember that what you like, and what your customers like may or may not be the super same. Super good thing. point. Super good. Yeah, point. there, there is a, um, it makes me think about it. there's a, a, a company that sells uh, spices for like grilling spices. Okay. And the, um, the all of the branding is very, um, Bold letters, sharp edges, dark colors, um, uh, simplicity, and 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 kind of 
strength is kind of what I would see. The bottle is just big, you know, and all this yep. stuff. And it's got this masculine vibe to it. Um, and it's uh, a female-owned company. Right. Now that I saw her in a video, she doesn't look anything like that. Right. So her favorite websites probably don't look like the brand. That, that's, a re- that's, that's a really good point. That's really yeah, but she also understands that all, she probably can appreciate the beauty in that design too and the look in it. So she likes it, I'm assuming. Right. But also the places that sell it in town are all a bunch of dudes that look like me, that grill. So it's right. a bunch of guys with beards and and big bellies and tall cold and, dusty shirts on and cold dusty shirts and they and they smell of smoked meat you know? <laughs> um and uh and it's one of their favorite brands right so it's important to speak to your audience and and, and as well as as you like the branding you're creating and so in, in the notes you've got kind of a word cloud here which i really yeah. i really like that will kind of give you the you know you can start picking out the feel of the site like you know what the, what you just just described, I would not, I would not characterize as modern or fresh. They Mm -hmm. might be, it might be both, but that's not what I would think of if I'm thinking of barbecue sauce. Mm -hmm. You know, if you go back to the house example, you know, what do you want your house? You know, what would you want your house or your office to look like? What would your customers want their houses to look like? It could be modern. Mm -hmm. It could be fresh. Um, it could be professional or feminine or masculine. Um, there are a lot of kind of vibes. Yeah. I love that- word clouds when it comes to designing things. I think it's right. great to just write down a bunch of words of how you would describe what you don't have a visual yet, or what do you want it to feel like? You know, yeah. I want it to feel, um, you know, comforting and proud and patriotic and yep. religious, you know, like, I mean, and, and you pick what words you want it to, to, to feel like what feelings you want it, you want it to give to people um, this way, when they get to your website, um, it resonates with uh, the image that you want to project of your brand and, and the feeling you want to give customers when they are getting ready to do business with you. Yeah. And I mean, it could be across, you know, across um, social groups, across states, you know, it could be related to the niche market or the area that you're in, you know, like if you're in, if you're in Clearwater, Florida, then, then, you know, beachy might be inappropriate if those are the kinds of clothes that you sell. Mm-hmm. If you're in Clearwater, Florida, but you intend to do urban wear, then beachy is probably not going to work. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Um, and, and while you're in there that you're looking for, um, that how you want it to look and the feel and, and creating a bit of a word cloud, you should also consider um, what pages do you want to have on your site? Yeah. Um, so, so there are some pages that you, in my opinion, you have to have. Sure. Okay. Um, you've got to have a home page, right? You've got to have a contact page. So tell people where you are, if you want to, if, if they need to visit or how to get in touch with you. Um, I like, um, having, uh, testimonials or reviews. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's, it's also important, I think to have some sort of, uh, uh, an about the company page, 
about us, meet the team, who we are, what what we are, what we are, what we stand for, something like that. A place where uh, where though where people who wanted who want to decide if they want to do business with your company can read a little bit about um, your values or your mission statement or your history yeah. or just who you are, because uh, some folks make buying decisions based on that type of. Stuff. You know, you know, I I think we we we've talked about this a couple of times between us, Mark, and that's. Um... You know, like I think lady I talked to yesterday, she's got a great mission, like why she, you know, why she's doing this particular kind of t-shirt, you know, and the mm -hmm. designs that she's going to get and things like that. And, you know, if you think about it, your, your customers are going to have thousands of places they can buy custom t-shirts. Like literally you can go to eBay or Amazon, or, you know, you can just Google, sell me a custom t-shirt and there'll be, and look at the number of results. So if they do find you and they don't know you personally, I think it's it's super important to um, to put who you are and why you do things, you know, um, right up front. You know, like that's my that's my homepage. You know, this is why I started my business. I started my business because, you know, um, one person I talked to, you know, had a tragedy in their family years ago, and they. They do some pro bono things to, to help out. They volunteer and, and they've been through a lot and they want to communicate that kind of those helpful messages that help them get through it in their t-shirt designs. I mean, if you tell that story on your homepage, anyone that finds you that can relate is going to buy something, right? So that is, that does, that'll inform your design and it will, you know, help connect you to your, to your market. Yeah, so I mean that's not really what pages you want. Yeah, well, that's what it, Mark. What got me thinking about of, of there's a whole other episode about what to build on your page on mm -hmm. your site. You know, it's a whole episode, and, and and that's I think a taste of what that episode would be, right? But um, uh, yeah, it's important to just kind of write down like what pages do you expect to have, and you're going to have your own list in your head, and and you're also going to have um. Uh, a bit of a wish board that you may may have created because you've seen some other websites that you like and you say you know which, what which, I really like that they did this I think I, I think my website would be great to have that page as well I would I would do that actively so you know as you're going through the internet if you see something that you really like then break out that snipping tool if you're using a Windows computer and just uh, snip out that page or the graphic or whatever and make yourself a board for your website. Yep. Take a screenshot, take a picture of it with your phone, write it down on a piece of paper, whatever, whatever's good for you yep. and make sure you, you, you know what it is. Um, so now that you've kind of have a, a basic idea of what you want it to look like, and this is just a basic idea, by the way, too, it doesn't need to be exact yet. There's room to grow as, a, as, as it goes, but yep. um, you want to consider uh what software you want to use to have your web website built or what platform or a, a, a CMS, a content management system would be a term for that. Um, this is going to be the software that, that uh, runs your website where you put in all the information and where all the programming is done. Okay. And, um, and I, yeah. I would just, I would just say that the, um, you should, you should become aware of a variety of different platforms, like a few popular ones. Mm -hmm. You should look at them a little bit, see if there's, if there's one or more that kind of especially appeal to you. If you're going to do it yourself, this is vitally important, mm -hmm. you know, that you find one that's comfortable, you know, but I'm going to say that other than that, if you're going to, if you're planning on hiring someone out and just 
like having all this information and your goals and your wish board and the pages that you want and everything, which I think is great. And you go to somebody to build it, you take a look at their work and it looks amazing. Then um, you don't be in a position where you're not going to hire someone that you think is going to do a great job because they don't use Wix. Right. Right, So pick pick your platform if you're going to do it yourself. Be aware of platforms if you're going to have somebody else do it. Yeah. And it it is important to understand what they are this way. If somebody tells you what they're going to do, right. Um, And what platform they're going to use, you know, then you understand what they're doing. So if they say like, oh, I'm going to completely like custom make everything on your website, you know, um, well, you've done some research and you realize that custom making everything is very expensive and takes and is hard to maintain because you've kind of idea you've learned some of that if you got an infant if you got a ton of money it's it's maybe it's a great idea because you can literally do whatever you want but not everybody listening this podcast is going to want to have a quarter million dollar website that costs another hundred thousand dollars a year to keep up and running probably Um, not no target that's that that's like their monthly budget maybe (laughs) Right. (laughs) right so so um so it's just good to understand all that. Um, so platforms, um, there's uh, WordPress and Wix and GoDaddy and Drupal and Shopify, BigCommerce, Squarespace, Wix, OpenCart, and, and there's a ton more. Right. Um, it's good to just kind of look at all these, understand where they go. And if you once um, maybe get some demonstrations, if they have salespeople that'll do live demos or watch videos, get an understanding. And if you have a platform that you think you like and you want to work with, but maybe you don't want to do it yourself, when you're talking to somebody about doing it, you can say, I've been looking at Shopify. I think that's the right store for me. This is why. What do you think? Right. And then you can let this expert say, yeah, I build Shopify stores all the time. I'd love to do it for you. Or they may say, you know what? I do do that, but um, I could build something very similar in big commerce that I like better. Here's why. And then you can kind of say, you know what? I think this is a good expert. I'm going to go ahead and build it have this person build it on big commerce. I love that scenario right there. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's, it's just a great way to do it. Uh, but if you're not, if you don't have a little bit of an idea upfront, you're going to be at the uh, whim of whatever the person says, and you're right. going to hope that it's a good decision um, without maybe truly understanding. So, um, and I, I agree. And I, I think next we're going to start talking about um, shopping for the costs. And uh, one of the, you, you put two things, two things in there that are kind of part of it and not, and that okay. is who's going to develop the content. So, you know, um, there are some web developers that you'll talk to that they are basically mechanics. You give them all the pictures and all the words for every single, for every single page, and they're in charge of building out your ability to put stuff there. Right. If Mm -hmm. you so that puts all that burden on you, you might get a more um, comprehensive vendor that says that they'll do the pictures and the videos and the words. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So so it is important to um, start writing down the shopping for what is this going to cost and get some quotes Um, if you're going to do it yourself. And you're going to do it through like Wix or, or Squarespace or, or something like that. Um, you need to look at what plans do they offer? What do they all include? And if you don't understand what some of those things are that it, they include, like, well, why would I want that? Doesn't sound right. like I need it. You should ask what that means. 
And an example uh, of that is a friend of mine was looking to do um, some stuff through Wix. And he said, well, when somebody buys this product online, I wanted to send them this email and I want to do this. And then I want to send another notification um, to the business so the business knows to do it. So and you kind of need to do three things. Well, the standard platform um, of Wix comes with two automations. So you can only do two. Now you have to upgrade if you want to get up to, I think, five. Right. Right. And he was already using three on one transaction. He also wanted an email sign up list and uh, I think a newsletter or something like that. So he had five in mind already. So it was already full before he even got to the second one. Right. You know? So it's important to understand what all these things are, um, get some price quotes. Um, and answer, you know, what are the, what's the one-time setup cost for this and to start? Who's going to get the graphics? Who's going to write all the content? Is someone going to write it for me? Do I need to write it? Is there anybody that will edit what I've written to make sure it fits in the site? And, and I, I just want to point out here that even if you are just going to do, I say, I say that, um, even if you're opening up an online t-shirt store, custom t-shirt store, there's still tons of stuff to write. Mm -hmm. There's still a lot of written comment uh, content that needs to be done. You've got your homepage, your about page, your contact page needs some information in it. Um, all of your products need product descriptions that are decent. There's still a lot to write. So mm -hmm. don't, don't definitely, I'm glad you mentioned that. Don't forget that that has to happen. Yeah, it has to happen. Somebody's going to have to do it and, and you could do it yourself or you could hire somebody, whatever it might be, but those are costs that are involved and the graphics too. Um, uh, even if you're going to take pictures with your phone, like your iPhone, uh, which is perfectly fine for a website. Yeah. Um, are they all going to be the right size? Are there going to need to be any Photoshop done to them? Or are they going to need to be cropped and resized so they fit on the website? Um, is, does the website builder you're going to use do that automatically? How much is automatic? Um, how hard is it to do? Um, mm -hmm. if you have a website and if you have a picture and the wrong size for web for WordPress nightmare. Yeah. Not, I mean, they have a thing in there where you can crop and resize, but it's just, it's frustrating to, yeah. to use. It's like putting an image in Microsoft word. As soon as you put it in there, all the text just goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, and so, uh, so it's important to understand. Okay. And you can say, well, I could do that myself. Great. You know, cool. or, oh, I'm not good at that. Okay. When you're shopping, say, hey, I can take pictures. I'm actually really good. I've been told, my, my mom told me I'm really good at taking <laughs> pictures. Um, but I can't I edit them or crop them or anything. And then right. the person hopefully will say, oh, I, I don't do that. I can help you find somebody. Or they might say, no problem. You get me the pictures. I'll size them up. Yeah. You know, um, and they may tell you, oh, does that cost more money? No, it's pretty much included. Or yeah, every picture that that we're going to edit, we charge, you know, $15 or $20 or $100 for, right? You need to understand what that is uh, up front so you can get, you know, a quote with all that information. Yeah. And that kind of leads into your next point here, which is, um, you know, what are the what are the kind of hidden fees or the semi hidden fees? And it may be that, you know, content creation is one of them that you didn't, would not have thought of otherwise. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of other costs involved in a website in general yeah. or related to a website in general. And you need to know what all those are. Are they included in what you're going to buy with whether you're DIY or paying somebody? And if they're not included, what, what do they cost? Yeah. Uh, the, and these costs are both long-term 
and short term. So what are they? What does it cost um, today? What does it cost next month? What does it cost in one year? Mm-hmm. So um, these are could be um, like a site security or, or SSL certificate. Yep. It's, it's a certificate saying that your site isn't um, uh, going to steal credit cards. And so yeah, that's words. basically it. In so many words. I mean, that's not it, but that kind yeah. of is. Um, and uh, that costs like 10 bucks a year or whatever the price is. To, um, uh, there's maintenance and updates. Whatever website you have, um, you, you may go through um, uh, Shopify and they're going to say, yeah, we update all the time. It's included. Right. Uh, you may go through WordPress and they're going to say there are, uh, are updates. You've got to update yourself. Right. You've got to click the button yourself. And if it breaks, you got to fix it. Um, uh, or there's going to be, there's automatic updates or, or there's, there, there's quarterly, whatever it might be, you know, you need to understand that, um, your website domain, the actual name of your website, bobshirtmart.com. Yeah. You, you got to pay for that. Yep. You do. And you, and you probably want to get a few more around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? You might, ones. you might consider getting the .net, the, you know, thing, things like that, just so nobody else gets it. So there's a little bit of self-defense there. Misspellings. You know, yeah, and uh, I mean, honestly, I think that you should have a an email with your domain on it, right? So you wanna you wanna order email. Typically, it's done through your hosting service. Um, not always. So when you go to GoDaddy, you know, or um, one of the other really Bluehost or whatever, you're going to get your domain domain name, and then typically you'll sign up for an email service. Yeah. And you could do that through uh, Outlook. You could do that through Google. Um, You could do that through your uh, various web hosting platforms. You you, you just want to avoid having your email address for your website be um, mark at gmail.com. Right. Right. And and by the way, it costs a little bit of money to do that. It does. Yeah. Sometimes (laughs) not a little bit. Sometimes (laughs) more. For the, for the most part all that, you know, this stuff is, is, is inexpensive, but the SSL is 10, the, the domain name might be 15, the custom email might be 15 a month, the alternate domains you have might be $15 a month. Now you have hosting too um, of the site, you have to pay for where the site is going to live, it lives somewhere on a computer, essentially, you got to rent that space, and you got to rent that space, just like a, a physical building. Um, so that can be uh, 25 to $500 a month depend yeah. or, or way more by the way <laughs> yeah. that's just like an a, a common range right um but uh for a standard website it's kind of in there so um some websites will have hosting for um they charge 300 a month but all the questions you asked up above well who's going to update it who's going to maintain it who's going to back it up okay we do all that right. oh all right then and another one will be 25 bucks a month oh cheap um well we only allow like five thousand people to come to your website right so if any more than that, then your website is, we charge you more. So you need to understand all these costs and, and, and what that means. Yep. I agree. So, um, so, so yeah, after your, um, after you go through all that, we've got, uh, we've got a few questions that you have to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. So do you still want to build a website? There's <laughs> right. one. Do you want to do it yourself still? Um, which yes is perfectly fine of an answer now that you understand it because you say yes i feel good about all that stuff i'm apprehensive about this step and this step but i'm also prepared to learn yep and and i'm pretty good with tech stuff 
um, and I'm trying to build it cheaper. So I don't mind putting in uh, the sweat work versus the dollar work. I mean, I know I don't think I ever took a WordPress course. Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? Like I'm like, we're not formally trained in web design, but you know, both of us can work through it. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, and, and you kind of built a bunch. And a friend of mine asked me uh, uh, for help through a Wix site. And I said, uh, I'm not a pro there, but give me 30 minutes and I can figure it out, you know, because uh, I feel comfortable with that stuff, but I've been worked in it and he doesn't know a lot, but he was prepared to make all that stuff. Um, Another friend of mine is just like, I'm not even touching it. I'm not even going to pretend to say I'm good at tech stuff. I struggle on Facebook. Um, And I, I just want to, I, this is how much money I can afford within this range. And I want this to be done. And then uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to call a couple places and see what they have to say. Yep. Right. Um, and then the other thing is, is um, have your plans or ideas changed since you went through this list Yeah. and this exercise? Because you might've thought you want to have a website where a customer can come and custom design everything and order online. And you want to be found number one for get a custom t-shirt made in, on Google. And then found out that that whole thing with every other bell and whistle you put in there was going to be $35,000. And you said, that's not where I'm going to start. <laughs> right. I guess I don't want those things. Yeah. Or it might've been great. Yeah. I'm prepared to invest and I want to do that. Right. There, there's, it's, it's, there's no right or wrong. It's just understanding and do and have your plans changed. Um, further from that, you might have thought the opposite and said, I was just going to do a website where people can find me, but now I'm really liking the e-commerce store thing. Yep. And I looked at the prices and what it would cost and, and have somebody do it. And yeah, it's a bit more money, but I want to go for it. Yeah. So like do that. that too. You know, like it's, it's, that's what I love about all this stuff is there's, there's everything's personal and it doesn't matter if it costs you a hundred dollars or a hundred thousand dollars is it's your, it's your idea and you get to do whatever you want with it. But if you don't know what you're doing, you could pay a hundred thousand dollars for something that should have been a hundred. Yeah. And, and by the way, um, none of you need a website for a hundred thousand dollars, right? We're, 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 we're throwing around some big numbers here, but you know, I think, you know, somewhere between like maybe 500 or a thousand dollars up to $5,000, you know, um, probably weighted a lot towards the bottom end of that price range, you know, to have somebody with uh, some skill, you know, do it for you. Uh, and, uh, I mean, there, there's, there's a lot that happens in that range. Yeah. And well, and I don't want to underestimate the person who's listening there, who has a really good idea of connecting and they have some investors and they vetted out some of this stuff and they stumbled upon our podcast and, uh, and they really have something that's a big investment that they've, and they've got the investment to go back on it, you know? So I would, I would still like to shout out that person because I think I, I, I love that you, that you feel like that that person is listening to this episode <laughs> of the podcast. And, and, and it's great. There's a lot of great information here. So I don't discount that that person could be there. But, there I, but I will say Mark is right that, that most of our viewers are going to be listeners. Viewers are going to be uh, startups in the custom apparel business. That's most of our listeners. And uh, most of them um, statistically are going to be selling local, maybe a little bit online. They're going to be selling through referrals um, if they're doing some advertising, it's a little bit here and there, or maybe a lot of local stuff, um, a lot of networking type of business and, and a lot of business that has gotten through 
um, referrals from other customers. And if yeah. you fall in that range, if you're part of the largest chunk, then yeah, um, a website that's uh, a DIY or up to a few thousand dollars, um, I think is probably the range you're going to be in to be able to create, create something that's perfect for your business. Okay. I love that. Well, um, I think that knowing all this is going to help you guys either um, get a website at a fair price or um, do a better uh, do a better job of um, of building one yourself. So yeah, yeah, I can't wait to see what some folks do out there. And uh, naturally, as as Mark alluded to in the beginning of this episode, you can reach out to us if you have some questions about what you're going to do, what you were going to do, um, how much somebody is going to charge you if you're in over your head. And uh, we don't really build websites for uh, t-shirt businesses, you know, but uh, we, we're happy to give you as much, as much free advice as you need and help you along to get you in the right direction. Fantastic. This has been Mark Stevenson. And Mark Vila. You guys have a uh, terrific, um, terrific business uh, featuring a wonderful website. Awesome. Can't wait to see it. Thank you.